How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Time now for the WEEI Producers Show on WEEI. WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Welcome into another edition of the producer show Woo! here on Boston Sports Original WEEI. Uh, as you can tell by the Taylor Swift playing in the background, John Anderson is here. Hello, John. I am very much here, and it was not my decision to play it. It was a, it was a, there was a deliberation that went on in the studio, mm, kind of yes. like Shime's uh, jury duty this week, yep. and uh, we landed on. Uh, I don't think the show was going to start on time had we not agreed with me on that. To be fair, but uh, yeah, here we are. A lot of uh, big revenge album from Taylor, very much on point because I know Ryan Garvin joining me to our left. Uh, he is 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 uh, hell bent on revenge today. Yes, good morning. I, I thought my for. headphones were broken when that song first started. <laughs> That's incredible production, P- production from the style, lady. Yeah, she's not pushing the buttons. Yeah, uh, you're revenge. pushing my buttons though. Insulting my girl. I, I, I host the show. As we were talking about <laughs> what we were going to discuss this morning, I said I think uh, I, the theme for me today is is revenge, which uh, caused John uh, Shime to go. Oh, you really like the Taylor oh, Swift love album? It. He'd love it. And I can't understand the correlation between revenge and liking Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's a big things. revenge album. Well, did, you, I don't know if you saw John posted his Google Doc on Twitter about all of the different songs and his analysis yep. of every single one. Yep. Every single one knee jerk knee jerk reactions that sort of thing. Yeah. So yeah. you like on a Google it. Doc. Needless to say, you're you're happy with it because oh, I yeah, know no, sometimes you know people get really I set get in their ways about oh this isn't Taylor. She's from, not the same she, as the old. She sold out or she she's. I mean, she has tired. ten albums, so at some point it, sure. at some point it might sound Things a little change, different. But you love them all, right? Oh yeah, love so, them all. See, every single one. I can appreciate that, John. The the idea the that you're not fan of the person. You're just going to enjoy. The person, the artist, whatever right. kind of uh, medium they're it's like they're when an athlete goes to a different to a different team, a different city, you can still like the athlete even though they're wearing different colors. Except for Tom Brady, because he betrayed us. Well, gentlemen, Stab you, know, you want to know what else I enjoy? A nice, a nice win for the Celtics last nice night. Nice dub. Nice dub. Catch uh, dub. <laughs> Celtics beat the Miami Heat one eleven one oh four last night. Tatum and Brown leading the way with twenty nine and twenty eight yet again. Ooh, another big game. Their, I, I mean, their stat lines were nearly identical. Uh, across the board, how awesome has it you been? Got, you got a, you had a couple dollars on that. Uh, couple I had a couple, bucks, couple, couple shekels. Bucks. I had 
I had a great same game parlay lined up. Marcus Smart kind of screwed that one over Uh-oh. for me. But it is what it, that's what I get for betting on Marcus uh, Smart. Yeah, I mean, isn't that kind of your own fault? Like Marcus yep. Smart <laughs> is the Charlie Kelly wild card of this <laughs> team, where sometimes he's going to have an amazing stroke of genius, like when the health inspector shows up and he manages to kind of deflect everybody to get a passing grade, or he's going to be the guy that cuts the brake line of your van and jumps out. Now, going forward, can we just expect that this is going to be a sustainable form of basketball where it's just Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown leading the way and hopefully they just carry you to carry you to a bunch of wins? Uh, I would. You know what? I'm going to jump out on the limb, even though it's oh, it's only two games. No, it's not two games. This is basically the same group that you saw go to the finals last year. And I expect that this is the level that they can play at. They, they played two of the top teams from the East last year. And what I assume Philadelphia will be back. I don't know about the Miami Heat. I don't I don't understand how they're able to get back into the top tier outside of just like grit and hustle every single year. Because <laughs> I wouldn't say they're wildly talented. Um, but th- this team has really come out and performed uh at the expectations I was hoping for them to perform at. And yeah, it starts with, you know, what, what is going to probably be the best duo in basketball mm-hmm. this year in Jalen and Jason Tatum. And Tyler hero is no longer a six man, correct? He's, uh, not, he's, he's, he's a regular so starter, or at least was last night. Yeah, he's, wasn't, he's that, was that, wasn't that the whole thing? The wasn't that the whole thing coming into the season was like he's no longer coming off the bench? Tyler yeah, Hero's well, that's why they gave him a, a massive player. contract. Yeah, so he, yeah, 10 for 21, so. It's tough. <laughs> if you're going to be in the lineup. You probably probably need uh, probably need to do a, a bit. Well, that more happened than that. a lot in the in the playoffs last year too. We, I mean, I know he wasn't healthy for every single game in the playoffs, but when he uh, did, that team, show was, up, that team was annihilated. Yeah. By the way, at the end of the game, uh, was it? Did Jimmy Butler hit a three from like not in the corner, but it was like someone was in his face and he was way off to the side there. And I'm like, damn, he can hit that, but in the East Finals, he can't hit. He not can't, a wide open. He can't hit the, the wide open the thing from no, absolutely no resistance. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, this Celtics team to me, uh, I'm excited. I. I they clearly have, I feel like, a chip on their shoulder. You see them coming out. They're coming out hot. They get Orlando again later tonight. Uh, Tip-off for that's going to be at 7-10 in Orlando. Uh, the Celtics are currently 7.5-point favorites. I'm comfortable laying the 7.5 here. Uh, this Celtics team looks and feels great to me. I know it's a back-to-back, but at the same time, I mean, Tatum and Brown just feel like they might, at least to start. I know, again, we're only two games in, and you can't make you know declarative statements. that's what I'm statements. saying. Like, they're not... I know it's two games into this but season. But it feels like but a mission. This is your group. This is the group that that was a couple wins away from winning a championship last year. And I'm not going to sit and say, oh, it's early. Oh, it's early. Because if they were struggling, I'm not going to give them that same out. I'm not just like, I won't trash them for two games. I'm not going to praise them either. But I'm really happy with how they're performing so far. I, so I think you can kind of blow that narrative out. This is your group. I, I think ultimately, too, you have to be – Super excited about what Missoula will bring going forward, right? Like, this team is not starting off on the wrong foot. They're starting off correct. He clearly has uh, control there. He has the ears of his players. Uh, and, and, I mean, he's the, what, the youngest coach in, in the he's NBA? 34. Like, he's two he played college McVay. football. He's he a year played college basketball against Blake Griffin. That's how young this guy is. And so it's crazy to me that, that he has been able to just step in almost seamlessly. Yeah, Joe Missoula. And relate to the modern-day player, right? Yep. Joe Missoula uh, had, had a comment last night in postgame. Now, when the Ime Udoka stuff all fell out and, and Joe Missoula was announced to be the head coach, uh, one, one of the 
big talking points was, you know, how does this affect the team? I don't think it affects the team at all. I don't think that basketball. How does it affect LeBron's legacy? Coaching <laughs> in basketball is really, to me, a non-factor. I think it's you, managing player egos. You let these guys go, you know, call a timeout when they need, you know, to catch their breath, get a little water and hydrate. But Joe Mazzula said something in the, the post game last night, Nick, that I would, I would like to play just Question and answer whenever you are ready. Jason struggled at points offensively. Did you talk to him? Do you have to talk to him in those moments? Do you drop plays for him, or is it just kind of let Jason be Jason? He'll figure I it out. I you let Jason be Jason. You know, we have great players. He's one of them. And, um, you know, a huge growth of him, um, especially last year into this season, was reading the game and learning how to affect the game in different ways. And so, like I said, I thought our team did a great job staying poised. I thought he did a great job making the right play um, and reading the game. You know, I think a lot of guys in Joe Missoula's position, and, and through no fault of their own, you're in a, a, a position you've never had before. You're the head coach of an NBA basketball team. You would try and go and reinvent the wheel. You would look at Jason Tatum struggling as the new coach and go, I can fix it. You want to insert I yourself. I can get through. Joe Missoula is doing the opposite, and I think this is the reason why this team is going to have a lot of success this year because I truly believe that Jason and Jalen have grown into the players that we all believe that they could be because I'm not going to sit and call them the young guys anymore. The men. They're they're manly men, John. And if Joe Missoula can keep up, keeping up, bark at him when you have to because he gets animated during these timeouts – just let Jason figure it out. He's every time. I, I, it's just basketball. At the end of the day, it's just basketball. This is what I do. And I think if if he can maintain the ego shine, as you're saying, as what the, the minimum a head coach can do, and just kind of guide these guys along, I think this core group is bright enough and experienced enough to get back to the NBA Finals. It's like dating a bad boy. You can fix him. Yeah, this yeah, Joe Mazzulla doesn't feel like he's dating a bad boy. That felt like a he's punch just stepping for in. some reason. I I don't know why. Like my head's fuzzy after you. Why do uh, when do we think the interim tag comes off? Are they really going to wait the whole year to do that? Oh, it's, it's I mean, I'm Or is not. it even is it a formality that it's even there and he knows that no, and that formality. it's like yeah, it's coming off, Joe. Just don't miss the playoffs, please. Yeah, I mean, I think that's basically it, right? If Missoula gets you back in the playoffs and you're back in the East Finals, I, I mean, he becomes the head coach next season, like, affirmatively. It's not interim. You take the tag off. Ime, thank you for your uh, uh, service, and, and hopefully Speaking you fix boys. yourself. Uh, and we're going to go on with Joe. And they just go from the there. Spurs so will, you, the Spurs will fix him. Well, do you turn around boy. and praise Joe Missoula for getting the group back, or are we going to, like, acknowledge that, hey, the players have figured it out and may, maybe – coaching and basketball is as, as overrated as I am saying it is. And, and maybe by that time you're right. But, like, I, I do think coaching matters to a degree, right? It's not it's not the level of degree, say, in football that no. coaching matters. Here's what time the first bus leaves. Here's what time the second bus <laughs> leaves. Well, I mean, let's, yeah, not, thanks, let's not go full in on coaching doesn't matter because I've seen Doc Rivers blow enough uh, blow enough games to know that there's like, there's some, there's, 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 the there's something to it. Him. There's something to it that you got to do. You got to kind of figure out the end of the game. Like, you can't be uh, Nate Hackett, of NBA Nate Hackett oh, with two minutes oh, left in the game. It might be the worst coach I've ever seen. Bad in example. Sport. He's so bad. I apologize, Doc. Can I, can I, I get into uh, just uh, one last Celtics thought? Please. When, uh, Nick's is, not. Is Nick is delivering papers. Nick, hustle. I got sound I want you to play. Let's go. <laughs> like this. Need you back in. Chop, like chop. Um, as, as we alluded to today, I think revenge is going to be a theme for me on, on our one-hour producer okay. show. Karma's what do we got bad. today? So I, I was listening to Jalen Brown in the post game, and as you alluded to, Shime, uh, Jalen had a – Great game. Jalen's had two very, very strong games. 
Um, and and Jalen, I think, was talking about. I believe I know the question was from Abby, and I don't recall what the question was. But uh, let me hear uh, Nick Jalen post game after this Heat game last night talking about you know what he's feeling right now. For you specifically, you've gotten off to a oh, great start be. individually. Um, what what has gotten you feeling so good here these first couple of games to be able to go off against a couple quality defensive teams? Burning sensation. Just playing basketball. Um, just taking my time, getting to my spots, reading the game. And uh, taking advantage, making the game a little bit easier um, for myself. So I think the game is starting to slow down for me. Hmm. So just being able to pick and choose my spots and then being efficient. And um, just letting the game come to me. Um, I feel like uh, I'm one of the better players in this league. And hopefully this year I'll get to show it. Yup. Yup. I completely, one billion percent agree. Jalen Brown being one of the better players in this league. Why? Because all Jalen Brown had to do is sit and listen to you people. Trash Don't you him. people, Oh, babe. my goodness gracious. Oh, were you, were, I were you ripping do. him last year? No, I was listening. I was ripping the Celtics as a whole. But I also foolishly said that I would have traded Jason Tatum before I traded Jalen Brown. And I got to listen to people say, oh, well, he could be his own guy on the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, we should okay, trade okay, him time for out. Kevin Durant. If you want to just, just call out Wiggy, just call out Wiggy. You don't have to beat around but the bush. Was, like, I mean, Wiggy just, doesn't speak for all of us. It wasn't <laughs> exactly. just Wiggy. I'm not saying you people as in you two sitting in front of me. I'm mm-hmm. talking to our listeners. The Royal you. Yeah. Who can join yeah. us this morning, 617-779-7937. Yeah, that's his job. But I well really hope that Jalen Brown takes it and shoves it down your collective throats this year. What do you need, you people? Jalen Brown <laughs> sat and listened to the ridiculous disrespect. Oh, he can't dribble. Oh, I hope he did a lot of underwater workouts. Oh, but he didn't bring a basketball in the pool. Not, oh, wow, when Jason Tatum didn't show up in the NBA Finals, there was Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown was probably one of the better players consistently throughout in the their, finals. Th- their, their finals run I and completely their agree playoffs run. And he has been, when he is healthy, a solid starter, easily an all-star, should probably make an all-NBA second team or third team this year. And what what was it? Oh, he should be traded. Oh, he's not invested. He can't handle the ball. It's like, what about all the good stuff that I've done? <laughs> oh, he's got a contract coming up? No, we can use that. We can get him for Kevin Durant. That's all crap. I never wanted Jalen Brown to be traded. And now he's showing you that he I never is said that, that good. I, I never, never said that. I never said that. I never said that I wanted that. Uh, not to plug one of the myriad of podcasts that I'm on, but Nick Fryer was joined me and Mutt uh, to preview the Celtics season. And he, too, felt very similar to you, as in Jalen Brown was going to have a chip on his shoulder this oh, year. He, he heard all the noise. He was ready to go. And he has proven uh, through the first two games that he is raring and ready to go. And I have faith and belief in him that that's going to continue throughout the course of the season as long as he stays healthy and this team stays healthy as well. Now, gentlemen, uh, the Celtics play tonight against the Orlando Magic at 7 o'clock. Paolo Bonchero. Uh, I think there's some time that we may need to pivot to football because John Anderson brought uh, my good, my, my, my hero, Warren Sharp, had some audio that uh, we need to play and get to uh, coming up after a John Anderson trending here on the producer show on WEI. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. WEEI. We are right back to the WEEI Producers Show. Streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. WEEI producer show here on Boston Sports Original. Uh, I am Chris Scheim, joined with, by John Anderson and Ryan Garvin. Uh, Taylor but, sounds awful here. Yeah, she. she do you guys, hear, you guys hear Gresh like think that a Mac Miller song was actually a Taylor Swift yeah, song yesterday? Why I made the joke? And he also very clearly did not know that Mac Miller was dead. Oh, uh, you've been dead for a little while. Yeah, he was like, oh, maybe yeah. Mac Miller's going to be down at Patriots practice. We're if, like, well, he's a little busy, actually, Gresh. Yeah, if you put a gun to my head. A little busy having a drink in heaven. Name Gresh. one Mac Miller song, I couldn't like, do it, like but I know that the, the man kids, is no right? longer and with spin? us. It was the spins. spins. That, it was like the Mac Miller song. And was, I was the, it was Kids the album? Kids was the album. Kids was the mixtape that dropped yeah, mixtape. in 2010 and just like like ripped through every middle school in uh He has a song called East Donald Coast. Trump. Yeah, Don, yeah, Donald Trump's one of his, uh, that was on one of, uh, he was on his second mixtape. I'll be on my Donald Trump bleep. Well, listen, yeah. Gresh is an old, he's, he's not, I don't very much and like musically, musically illiterate too, oh, yeah. like on top of it. Me and, but the thing not is, me and Keith, old. me and Keith thought he was joking, so we started riffing with him on it, and then we realized that he was dead serious. He no, actually there's thought nothing it was a funny happening we're like, here. It's, we're like, it's a dude. It's clearly a guy singing right now. Ugh, anyways. Uh, the musical, the musical style of one Andy Gresh, uh, which uh, you'll be able to listen to Gresh, Keith, and Wiggy tomorrow right here on WEEI for the WEEI football show from uh, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. And uh, Chris and uh, Ken and Curtis will be following Ugh. us later this morning. Oh, where was that grown? No, it's a bit. I just do it every time. Oh, okay, gotcha. gotcha. Well, is it though? Well, every but, find out but, single time. Before the break, we had mentioned some audio that John Anderson had brought to my attention from uh, my hero Warren Sharp. Uh, and so, John, I need you to. I, I have not heard this. I haven't heard. I need it you to set this up and explain what the hell is going on here. Well, so the point of playing audio by Warren Sharp is that, like Shime, I have been. He is somebody that I have been. I've been reading his season previews for like five years now, and uh, he tends to be right a lot. And uh, it's it sort of informed the way that I like to that I sort of approach football and what 
what analytics and such that I incorporate into trying to make predictions and gambling and writing and, you know, basically everything with it. So when he speaks, I listen. And uh, he was on the Dan Levitard show and he spoke about Bailey Zappi. Bailey Zappi is absolutely performing better than we expected him to. I am a big Bailey Zappi fan because he's executing what he needs to do. Now, again, he's not doing it against elite defenses, but he's you can't play any better than he did. He's cut his first game against the Lions. He had the best rankings of any quarterback that week, and he followed it up with another good performance last week thrown for over 300 yards. Save some takes for the rest of us, Warren. But uh, the the reason why I, I think it's I think it's notable that uh, that that a guy like Sharp is very high on Zappy is because, uh, like I said, I, I I trust the way he views the game and the way he thinks about things because it's not just and you know a lot of people groan when they hear you say analytics, analytics like watch the damn game. The people who do it the right way are using both, and that's the thing that I think you know, like your Andy Hart's and your Keith's you who just balance. like, yeah, they like uh, anytime like we my, myself or Shine brings up something like this, they're immediately like, they no, you gotta watch you. the game. It's not, it's, it's like no, no, no. You watch the game. You have an opinion of the player. And then you check analytics to see if it matches up with what your opinion is. Because as much as all of us are, you know, you know, we played high school football and stuff. And, you know, maybe we know X's and O's and we can look at a play and be like, all right, like I, I know what generally what the design is. Maybe I don't know, like the play call or the terminology of the play. You can at least look at it and be like, all right, like the numbers are backing up what I'm actually seeing on the field and what I'm thinking. The perfect analogy for that is this year's New York Giants team. You look at them and they're five and one. Their record indicates that they're five and one. You think they're a good football team, but if you actually watch watch them play they're, they're kind of okay not. yeah like it's brian dayball is clearly coaching right. far better than the the things they have on the field i think they only have like four plays of 20 plus yards all season mm-hmm. whereas like every other team has at least 14 um and yet somehow they're five and one and then you look at the the underlying analytics and, and things like dvoa would indicate that they're the worst five and one team since 1982 right and so then it's like okay that makes sense to me and and it's a lot more interesting too instead of just saying like they're clearly not good to actually like you know flesh out a thought and have some like <laughs> have some like stats and analytics and stuff to, to back up what you're saying mm-hmm. but but on on bailey zappy because bailey zappy could play tomorrow night against the bears another bad defense and you know everything that Sharp said there isn't not is not necessarily anything that none of us have, have thought before. Like yes, thirty second ranked defense by points, thirty first de- ranked defense by points. You look at it, and you know maybe uh, you know Patricia's done a good job play calling. There are guys wide open that he's throwing to for the most part, but it also doesn't look bad either. Like the way he's climbing the pocket and everything, and like. There's that one cross around against the Packers. It didn't look good. He dropped his eyes a lot. He looked like Josh Allen in that uh, playoff game against the Texans in uh, in 2019. Like he's at one point, his back is to the line of scrimmage. He's right. Yep. That didn't look good. But the against the Lions and against the Browns, it's like okay, yes, they were bad defenses. But he also just looked great in the pocket. He looked great throwing the ball. He, there was this one play that Fourier, I, I believe, actually tweeted out the video uh, for, and it was against Cleveland. And Miles Garrett was coming off the right side. He felt the pressure. He stepped up in the pocket. I know, I know exactly. The what pocket play you're started about, to yeah. collapse in front of him, so he slid left and hit Tyquan Thornton on a crossing right. right across the field. Like that was. As good as it gets when it comes to pocket mobility, keeping your eyes downfield and finding the open guy. Like it's it was as good it looked like a ten year NFL veteran at that point. So I, I completely agree with Warren in that he's playing far better than anybody could have ever hoped he would play. He's already outplayed where he was drafted. A hundred percent agree. Like he is far outplayed. Uh, I mean, he's probably the best 
rookie quarterback in his class to this point, at the very least, that we know of. Like, we've seen Pickett. I think Zappi's clearly better than Pickett as of right now. We've seen brief moments of Malik Willis. I think Zappi is better than Malik Willis. So I completely agree that he's, he's already played better than his draft pick. But, I mean, it ultimately begs the question, and Ryan, I'll, I'll start with you. Yes. Do you think he has a shot at starting Monday, or is this Mac Jones's? Uh, revenge season since you're no. in your season of revenge. No, absolutely not. And, and it's not, it has nothing to do with Bailey Zappi. Um, I think that if Mac Jones is 100% healthy, he, he should have his job back. Um, yeah, I've been happy with how, how Bailey Zappi has played. Um, I would say I'm not overly impressed that you could only put up 22 points on the worst defense in football. Um, and yeah, he, he, he's been he's been efficient, and I think that's really all you can hope for when you your favorite football team ends up in these situations. Your starting quarterback goes down, and it's, oh, God, can we just hold on? And even though I didn't really have high expectations for this team going into the season, if it came to it, I would have wanted to see Bailey Zappi over Brian Hoyer and as twisted as it sounds, if Brian Hoyer doesn't have a concussion, I think the last three re- three weeks of radio for all of us are vastly different oh, than very what we have so. been talking about. Made our, made our, job, made our job a bit easier. Yeah. You know, I okay, zappy fever, if, if that's what we're going to go with, has been interesting. I compare it more tad amount to, oh, I don't know, like Lynn Sanity. I think okay. of Lynn Sanity when I think so of Zappi. So literally just no, a no, flash you know of what it is? It's, it's, it's Mike White from last year. Like that. That's that's basically. This is yeah, Mike White, Zach Wilson. Thing. Uh, no, no, no. I'm not saying Mac, Mike White, Zach Wilson. I'm just saying like it's Mike White. Like okay. like that. Like that's the he's the, the hero single, we the single didn't person, know we needed. The single person comparison. Yeah. I'm not talking about like the because somebody else I heard there. compare it to in RG three Kirk Cousins scenario. People are kind of saying that just because Kirk Cousins was a fourth-round pick, and so is Bailey Zappi. The fourth-round white guy. It, it, yeah, it feels like they're not really putting much more thought into it than that. Um, I mean, they were also the same draft class, and the Shanahan's basically developed uh, drafted Kirk Cousins with the intention of developing him and then trading him, but obviously that's not exactly uh, how that worked out. But I think, so I, uh, like, yes, it's Mac's job. If Mac's good to go Monday, he plays. He probably is fine because, you know, the offensive line starting to block is pretty independent of Mac Jones being injured or and Bailey Zappi being in there. Thank like you it's, for it's com- mentioning that. It, it, I, yeah, I will let you because I want to hear what you. I'm gonna let you finish. But I, I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. Beyonce had one of the best videos I of all time. I just want to say that the thing that I think has been lost in the wash with the Zappi fever is the team, specifically your offense. They're all sort of coming up as well. Like we all rolled our eyes and Belichick's like, yeah, you don't really know what kind of team you have until week five, week six. Well, maybe he was right. Maybe he actually, maybe, maybe Bill Belichick knew what he was talking about. And that the team, to John's point, in your offensive line, they're actually not getting their quarterback killed. But please continue because I'm happy you mentioned that when bringing up what Bailey Zappi has been able to do because I don't think it's been mentioned enough. Yeah, no. So we, we are men on this program. And uh, I think boys become men when they talk about the quarterback position in a way that does not put the quarterback in a vacuum and not account for literally everything of around them. Like I'm that. a man. I'm 40. Exactly. We are men. We are not 40. It's been an exhausting don't, don't you wish that to us. I think Ryan's the closest to yes, 40. Yes, no I'm, the, I'm the furthest from I 40, so I, I'm definitely not 40. Yep. But like, so, but so, so now the question <laughs> is, like, they're, like the path for Zappi to actually be the starting quarterback of the Patriots 
first off, you know, injury, the injury thing is what it is. I don't think Mac should come back this early with that kind I of agree. injury. Uh, you know, a man named Sam Bradford once tried to come back too early against uh, against the Chicago Bears, and it basically ended his career. And you're also playing the, the Chicago still gave Bears. Twenty five million dollars uh, after that happened, but still, this isn't a game against the Buffalo Bills. It's an that ankle. means a little bit like, more. It's an this ankle. Is... Like it's one thing if he's out there jogging. It's one thing if he's out there even just like putting a little once. He, if, you know, if Robert Quinn comes off the side and he has to evade pressure and make a make a cut and take off running, I, I just I think he's going to re-injure it. I really do think he's going to re-injure it if he plays. Unless he stays completely clean in the pocket, they get no pressure on him, and they can just like you know lean on the run, lean on the run game a little bit, play defense, win like that, and he just do- literally has to do nothing. But I'd rather have a quarterback in the game who can like I don't know move around a little. I would really rather just Protect have Bailey himself. Zappi play again, and I-, I I hope the coaches agree with me on that. I also but- think from an optics perspective, you're right, right? Like if if Bailey Zappi goes out and starts, and you eke out a win, or even if you lose, Belichick chalks it up. It's my fourth. It's my fourth round rookie quarterback, who's my third string quarterback. Like a loss is going to happen. It is what it is. If Mac Jones comes out and gets re-injured, or you lose, then the negativity starts to swirl everywhere because everybody's like, "Well, why did he play in this game? What are you doing? Why didn't you just play Zappy again?" And then Bel- Belichick has to deal with all of these questions, right? And it, that can even bubble up in the locker room. Like, what are we doing? Mac wasn't one hundred percent healthy. You just re-injured his ankle. Like, what are we doing? And so. I, I think optically, Bailey Zappi is the right guy to start this week. You need to make sure that Mac Jones is 100% healthy. You need to make sure he has plenty of time to recover. It's not like you're losing games and you are facing Justin Fields, who I think Belichick will absolutely destroy on Monday night. So, also a short week, but which, you know, it's, it's a minor thing to mention, but they, because they're playing on Monday, they have one less day to prepare for the Jets, which is one less day of recovery for and Mac a far Jones. more important game to Belichick, right? I Mac so. Jones starting against the Jets makes far more sense to me than him starting this week against the Chicago. Not, and not just the Jets, what could be a five and two Jets team? Like you're you're bat- you're actually in an AFC East battle with the New York Jets, of which is a testament of where your football team is. But I think those are all very good points to bring up, and I am assuming that if Mac Jones is going to sit at his locker cubby, whatever they call it and answer questions for the first time in three weeks, basically the first time since he's been injured, we all have to assume that Mac Jones and Bill Belichick and their medical staff and the doctors that are looking at him feel confident that he can go out there. And it's not even just performing, being because I'm not worried about what Mac is going to do when he's getting on the field, which gets into my revenge aspect of it, because I think the disrespect of Mac Jones the last couple of weeks has been out of control. Oh, it'll continue. Things, things got out of things control. got out of hand the last I mean, couple of weeks, ridiculous. and you know there are there are very specific individuals you can point to that, uh, Hosts, that contributed to that. Callers, podcast. My, I'll continue. I'm sorry. God, you people are out of control. <laughs> yes, with I am. Your well, shine, this, shine. this is a you people you can direct directly at me. No, well, I, so I don't think I, shine, think I don't think Shime is as part of like the of the no. media frenzy mm-hmm. and the sensationalism that formed around the Mac Jones injury and like the campaign against Mac Jones. No, like, I agree. Like, it's, one thing, it's, one thing, it's one thing to not like him, but you weren't trail. you weren't like you weren't reporting. I, I'm saying like way too much today, fellas. Uh, you were not reporting. I'm talking the hell out of us. Yeah, isn't you yeah. you were not. You didn't put out fake reports, Shime. So that's Ryan. That's, did you put out a fake reporter? No. <laughs> Report. <laughs> I'm talking, John. Sorry, I'm continue. Not, I'm not talking well, so about that one. <laughs> there's the injury. There's the injury aspect of Matt of of 
the the path for Bailey Zappi to take over. But putting that aside and just hoping everything goes well with that, if Mac Jones comes in and the offensive line is continues to play the way it is playing and the defense continues to play the way it is playing and Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris's hammy is good and they keep playing and Mac still stinks, then I think you have to go back to Zappi at that point. If everything remains the same and Mac just sucks, you got to go to Zappi. Because well, I, I think there is some credence to the idea that there may not have been a total buy-in for Mac Jones in the new offense, and 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 this isn't this isn't a a, uh, a friction thing between him and the team, but like the reports of him at being a why guy make sense to me. I hate that. I hate that because why guy? No, no, no. I I hate that people don't like why guys. Where it's like, hey, can you just tell me why we're doing? But it this? makes sense to you that it would. Rub a guy like Bill Belichick the wrong I know, way a little but it bit, dry, right? It drives me nuts. That was I, a, that was a Josh Rosen thing coming out during the uh, during you know his career is what it is. But it, it's like you want to know why you don't just do it. It's like okay, j- it doesn't mean I'm not going to do it. Just it, I, I'm just it would help I'm trying to have like I'm trying to have yeah. the reason behind the madness. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm did just we trying all to sleep have, understand, the off right? season? I mean. Yeah. Every single person that cracked a microphone, watched a football game, called a radio station. We were all why guys. Why is Bill Belichick having the staff that he has? Why is Belichick signing these guys? Why is he doing any of this? I mean, that was nothing new. And then all of a sudden, Mac Jones is like, yeah, I have some questions. And we're like, oh, how dare you have questions? <laughs> how dare you have That's a question the, about the offense Patriot that you have to run? Question. The Patriot ways to blindly carry out these awful protocols. Like, there's a difference between having a question and questioning what they're doing. Yep. And wanting to know why and and using it as a, oh, I'm going to ask why so that I can then disagree with it and bitch about it after. I, I and, and, you know, none of us were in the room. None of us were in the walls. We don't know which way it was. I don't think it's a big deal to just, like, want to know why. Uh, it's it, it blows my mind that that's a thing, like, in professional sports and in the NFL and an actual thing that teams don't like to hear. It's only a game. Why do you have to be mad? <laughs> <laughs> So can I say, and, and Shime, I'll just, I just want to throw this one last thing. I really hope that if Mac Jones is 100% healthy, that he goes out on Monday night and just shoves it down everybody's throat. Because the amount of backpedaling that is going to happen in this city is going to be, oh, give me a spoon and a napkin. I'm going to eat it up. I, it's going to be fantastic. Listening to people. I was listening to Mutt the other night, and a guy called Mutt and was like, Mutt, a Mac stand, by the way. Yeah, so uh, uh, Mac Jones can't do what Bailey does. I almost drove off the road. Like, what are you basing that off of? I've heard 10 of these calls this week. And so that's my big thing is it's like I, I'm looking at this and if you do don't I like want, Mac, fine. But yeah, like, to, do I want to, to slander Mac a little bit? Sure. up about Bailey. His arm is so much strong. No, it's not. He's like three and a half inches shorter than Mac Jones. Like, don't. I understand if you don't like Mac Jones, which is why I don't point the finger at you, Shime. I don't point the finger. Like, Lou Maloney's another guy that's like, I am not sold on Mac Jones and yep. has not historically been sold on Mac Jones for the last year and a half. So I'm not going to point and go, you guys have deviated from the norm. But it's everybody else is making things up about Bailey Zappi and to trash Mac Jones. It is Absolutely maddening. Please go ahead. I uh, I have as said the outright, Bailey Zappi as, representative yeah, as the Bailey Zappi representative here uh, and the Mac anti Mac Jones uh, camp. Are you still uh, in a courtroom? Yep, I am. I was I in one the last two days. So, uh, anyways, uh, I, I have I have outright said like I don't think that they're much different. Uh, to me, they're very similar players. Uh, I I think I prefer the way Zappi plays to the way Mac plays. But ultimately, when you look at them, their ceilings aren't 
entirely different. Like, if they each turned out to be Kirk Cousins, I wouldn't be surprised. If they each turned out to be Chad Pennington, I wouldn't be surprised. If they each turned out to be career backups the rest of their lives, I wouldn't be surprised. And and so, it's if for me, it boils down to ultimately a almost a a decision of value by Bill Belichick. Like it's again, it's I took this guy in the first round with the 15th overall pick. That is basically the exact same as a guy who I can find in the fourth round uh, from Western Kentucky. Like it's, it's moments like that, that aggravate me more than anything. And one of the reasons I hated the pick in the first place, because I thought he wasn't worth where he was being drafted. It was the exact same reason I flipped out about the Cole strange pick this year. Is it's because is Cole strange. Good. Yep. Is he really good? Yep. Probably. But, that doesn't mean it was still a good pick. Taking a guard 29th overall when there were other impact players at other spots in the draft is just it's such a hard thing to look past for me. And that's that's one of my biggest hang-ups in the entire scenario. I think worst-case scenario, and it's so far down the road from, like, let's just get through Monday night and see where the rest of the season is. But, like, when you talk about uh, where where these guys could end up in the pantheon of football. I think it's safe to say both these guys are capable of playing the position. Worst case scenario, like your best case, Kirk Cousins or whoever is neat, but like worst case scenario, I, I had this thought watching Thursday Night Football. Worst case scenario is they're Andy Dalton a decade from now. They're on their fourth team. Like, they had one great run. Like you could see Mac Jones going fourteen and two, thirteen and three, being good enough to have that like one season that Andy Dalton had with the Bengals, where I think they only lost one game and then couldn't win a, a playoff game. Yeah, he got injured. No, uh, green seasons. AJ McCarron had to play the playoff three, game. Yes, I remember. Yeah, there that. you go. Three teams later, you're on Thursday Night Football throwing, throwing your third interception, <laughs> and you have this terrible. <laughs> Awful camera shot of you going, yep. golly gee shucks, as a guy is doing somersaults into the end zone. such an awesome clip, by the way. Oh, oh yeah, the, the one in the Beautiful camera work. That was incredible. Of Andy Dalton one of the greatest going, clips ever. Well, I think I've had about all I can stand. But that, to me, is your worst case scenario for either one of these guys. I think they have both proven... Bailey and Mac, they can absolutely play in this league. Yeah. And, and I I still believe Mac Jones can absolutely be the quarterback for this team. The like Bailey Zappy thing has been fun, but I really hope Mac Jones goes out there and shoves for four quarters because I can't wait to Ryan see Revenge all the season. people. Yep. Oh, it's going to be like, so... Like I you, said, we are men on this you program. You put yourself in this situation. Bailey Zappy people, the Zappy Zealots, the Zappy Oh, the, pe- the, the, people, the people so far on the oh back side God. of the Zappy side are insane. So I like I said, we are men. Find Wilbon. yourself somewhere in the middle. Mike yeah, no, Wilbon exactly he's in the middle. got natural swag. My favorite is, oh, he's so much more engaging during his interviews. I'm like, give me a break. I don't care how he is on, on his interviews. How is he on the field? And if you think Mac Jones can't step on the field and have if, as long as nothing changes around what has been around Bailey Zappi for two right? games, it should. It's at your, it, it's completely asinine if you think Mac Jones can't do the same exact thing, if not better than what Bailey Zappi did the last two weeks. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven right here on uh, the producer show on Weei. It's myself, Chris Scheim, John Anderson, and Ryan Garvin. There's a text message on the text line. I want to address when we return. We'll also get some bees before we get out of here. And Ken and Curtis follow us. us. 
When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Now, we're right back to it. The WEEI Producers Show on WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Want to get a mansion, a jacuzzi, a theater to watch my movies, couple whips and lots of fancy things, the kids they call the Goonies, I see the future, crystal ball, mirror, mirror hanging on the wall, who the fly's white boy, you're the mall, got your girlfriend screening all the calls. This is the WEI producer show right here on Boston Sports Original. I'm Chris Scheim, joined by Love John Anderson. Yeah, this is a great Taylor Swift rejoin, Nick, good job. And Ryan Garvin here as well. Uh, we've been talking about the Patriots and the quarterback situation, Zappy versus Mac. Uh, who will start Monday against the Chicago Bears? Uh, one of the texts I wanted to read to you guys from the uh, 617. This whole Bailey versus Mac thing, how much of this do you think is personality-driven? Because Mac sometimes comes off as a Belichick-built robot. Zappy doesn't, question mark. I don't necessarily think Zappy is better. But what are your thoughts There's on a that? large percentage of it that is exactly that. It's 100%. bull crap, but amongst those people, that, yeah, is, yeah, that is a large reason. I, I think those are people that are seeing what they want to see. Uh, look, Fair. outside of Megan and Lou and Christian and yes, Stacey ma'am. James, nobody is listening more intently to what the quarterback of the Patriots is saying during an interview than I am. I've been about just four years. For four years? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And yes, he has his yes sir, yes man. It's just it's a polite thing. He's a kid. That's, that's he's adorable. a he's a polite little country kid. And like, even that's the beauty of it. It's frustrating that Mac Jones doesn't have an opinion on his favorite Thanksgiving dish or doesn't want to tell Christmas? us what he got for Christmas. Oh no, he got a he got a flashlight. Oh, you're right. He got a flashlight. He My needed bad. a flashlight. Sorry. Um, or what his New Year's resolution is. I don't think that's indicative that the jokes were made. That doesn't seem appropriate. Uh, I don't think it's indicative on lack of personality. I just think it's how uh, the day-to-day business is with the Patriots. And that's a narrative I have heard, also heard this week, is Bailey's has so much more personality. Than well, I don't think I it's having more personality. get it. And I think it is completely made up. He, this is my term. This is my phrase, patent pending, trademarked. It, we've been talking about quarter con- quarterback controversy for the last three weeks, and a large part has been, oh, because he's got so much more personality than Mac Jones. This has been non-troversy. I think non-troversy, I say. I, I think the issue is, at least for me, pers- I'll speak personally. John, here. I said non-troversy. Okay. Uh, cool. So speaking personally, I, I, it's going to catch it's on. Not, it's not necessarily a, um, like a, a lack or having personality. It's just the differences in them. To me, Mac Jones is kind of a dink. I've said this about Patrick Mahomes on numerous occasions. I think the same thing about Mac Jones. I think they're kind of in that in that regard, personality wise, cut from a very similar cloth. Um, and for me, Bailey it doesn't come off that way. He comes off as very sincere and nice and happy like, to be here. Yeah, just happy to be here. <laughs> you're exactly. Very, you're very, very, with your very heart. grateful you're for what he has. And, and that, Ryan, you might be right. 
You might be very right, which is why I don't allow that You're to a Taylor be Swift album, the focal point of my argument. But it's just <laughs> I understand why people are seeing those differences because I see them. Like it's not it's not that they don't exist. Sean They're there. sees himself in Bailey Zappi. He sees a lot of shine in Zappi. I do. That's I do. I like I would underdog all, story. I would also say that you know. I, I wouldn't say either gentleman, either young man, is too far off from the mold gentleman. of of your young uh, quarterback that is a yes sir, no ma'am kind of person. I think you see that with athletes in all sports who who can be you know soft spoken. Not everybody is going to be uh, a Jimmy Butler and get their media day pictures done with hair extensions. So every picture they use of Jimmy Butler for the rest of the year is him with Milli Vanilli hair extensions, <laughs> which is hilarious. Next level galaxy brain funny. He oh, should definitely do that. It's just that's my squirrel moment as I was thinking about the uh, the Celtics game last night, watching Jimmy Butler with uh, dreadlocks down to his shoulders. And applauding the man for having that much forethought to, for that kind of rib. Well, so uh, with the question remaining, who's going to start for the New England Patriots Monday night? We turn our attention to a team that plays today Ooh. at one o'clock this afternoon. Minnesota Wild hosting the Minnesota Wild. That would be your Boston Bruins. Your four go. and one Boston Bruins. One of Speaking- two teams in the NHL with four wins. The other. Bruce Cassidy's Golden, Golden Knights. Speaking of revenge, a team that's taking revenge on Ryan for saying they're not a playoff team. Ryan, where do you stand now that you've seen the Bruins through five games? Granted, it's five of 82, but it's been five games. Yeah, it's... Sans McAvoy, Sans Marchand. I know, and Matt Gray Sans Swayman. Back and, <laughs> Basically. Uh, I will say, real quick, I'm very happy with how Linus Olmark has been playing. Uh, I think really Linus is tendy number one until further notice. Yeah, yep. I think Jim, Jim Montgomery is just kind of... his guy. And, and I made the point uh, at the start of the producer show... Uh, about Joe Missoula, about Joe Missoula can do himself a world of good if he just stays out of the way, you know, be there when the players need you, but don't try to, you know, reinvent the wheel. Don't try to, you know, fit a square peg into a round hole. And I think Jim Montgomery is going to be the beneficiary of a lot of that stuff, too, because even though I didn't love the quiet, sleepy offseason that they had, you're still bringing back a, a Definite Hall of Famer in Patrice Bergeron and a likely you know Bruins Hall of Famer mm-hmm. in in David Krejci. But when we talked about this last week, I basically tirated for about four and a half, five minutes. Uh, Completely ran out the clock on the show. I couldn't even respond. That's to what I'm saying. I, so I I'm not gonna back. Off. I don't feel great about me saying that they're not a playoff team, but I still withhold judgment to be right about it. But I would like to cede my time to John because I completely ran the the clock out as you said. I mean, so you it's, can talk I mean it's just at this point now we have we have the five game sample size and we can clearly see that they are clearly one of the best offensive teams in the league. They had a bit of a For quiet now. night against the Ducks, but uh to, today I think it picks up I'm t- I'm looking today I want to see what so so Jack Stanek is done. That's not going to happen. I want to see what Monty does with the bottom six. Top six is good. They're going to score. We don't got to worry about the top six. It's been good to see at times where, the, where there's been a lull in the top six, though. The bottom six is taken right over. And we say they had a quiet offseason. Maybe it wasn't the sexiest signing at the time, but uh, Don Sweeney signed a guy named A.J. Greer for about 800 k for two seasons. Nice. And I, he has I, already... I, in go five, back and listen. I mentioned A.J. Greer. In five, in five games, he has already surpassed his career total for points with this... Uh, <laughs> with this team uh nick felino in four in five games has already uh, surpassed his point total from 64 games in last season so uh you got you got some dogs down so there in the bottom that, six that and I'm, I'm very happy with where that's going we got to see what swayman does today assuming it's him against uh against a, a wild team that has 
They started 0-4, I think, and then they beat the Canucks. So. See, I hear that, and I hear they're peaking too early. That's never good. Oh, you God. don't, you don't want go. A.J. Greer and Nick Foligno to surpass their his point totals. No, it's not Venom. I'm just, you know, I would love to see my favorite hockey team go deep, but I just I don't think that they have well, the Well, if they're peaking too early without Brad also, Marchand or Charlie McAvoy. They're not the peaking. Well, they're going to have rust when they get back. I mean, we see this with all guys, especially And then it'll be an injection oh of offense and defense. For me right they're now, both the, biggest, practicing, though. the biggest question is the defense. They're getting more involved up in the front end, which is the reason for the increased scoring, but at the same time, it's being a little riskier on the back end, and so it's going to ultimately be what's that payoff look like. I think the Bruins will still need to make a move I'm for not a, the a stay-at-home defenseman come the trade deadline, in my personal opinion. But that'll do it for us here on the Producer Show. Thank you, John. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you to all listening. I am Chris Shine. Thank you, Shine. Uh, make sure to stay right here, locked in on Boston Sports Original, W-E-E-I. Ken and Curtis are up next. See ya. See ya. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.